What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of There's More to the Story Bible Readings. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another video episode podcast, Great People, where we get to spend time in the Word, reading the Word in a way that we are not only just reading what is said, but having commentary of how we can live it in our everyday lives, knowing that this Word is true and still alive this day. And in our reading, we are finding out ways to make it applicable and how it is still living in our everyday lives, knowing that when we receive that information, that we will be able to live out the more to our everyday lives, which is a story for others to receive and to then know. And so we have been reading in Luke chapter four, right? And we are within the element of the temptation of Jesus. And so here on today, we'll pick it up at verse five, where Jesus was given his second temptation by the enemy, Satan, the devil. And on yesterday, we talk about the first temptation. So go ahead and tap in there if you missed it. But nonetheless, picking up with verse five, okay? It says, Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. So this is so fun. This is so good. You know, what's being talked about on TikToks and Instagrams and YouTubes galore is when people usually like music artists or movie uh, actors sell their souls to the devil sell their souls right but at the end of the day this is as well Jesus's opportunity given to him by Satan to sell his soul, to yield to Satan, to receive the kingdoms of this world. And he showed it to him in a moment of time. Right. And there's so much in that. There's so much in that. However, to stick within my seven minutes, what I will say is that here the Satan, the Satan, the devil, <laughs> Satan, was here trying to convince, trying to manipulate, trying to tempt Jesus with getting worldly possessions, a.k.a. the kingdoms of this world, right? Fame, riches, things, right? And not to say there's anything wrong with riches because it is not. Abraham was rich. Many were rich and were, and you and I will be rich, right? Receiving from God. However, receiving them the wrong way, having love of money and so forth and so on, um, is within the kingdom of this world. However, knowing that there's a kingdom of this world, there's also a kingdom of God. Why? Because Satan can't do anything like creative. He can only uh, manipulate or mimic or mock what God has done. That's his only method of operation. That's his only way of giving, right? He can only give what God has given with a slight twist a slight manipulation and uh, in a way in which it's like, hmm, that seems right. Why? Because it's quick, it's fast, and it's pleasing to our senses, our desires, and our lustful needs. And so, man, there was so much in that and so much even to continue. But what I want you to know is Satan tried to give Jesus the kingdom of this world, but I want you to know there's something more powerful, something more greater, something more rewarding, which is the kingdom of God, Okay. All right, we're going to have to talk about that uh, in another episode. But nonetheless, verse 7, it says, I will give it to... 
I will give it all to you if you will worship me. So there's a worship. There's a worship that has to take place, right? What is worship? Worship is yielding, surrendering, and declaring authority of something over you, right? I worship God, the only true and living God, right? Uh, why? Because there's scriptures that talks about it. It says that God is spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, right? I worship God by yielding to God, right? In worship, I surrender hands up, heart abandoned, truly surrendering all I am. I'm saying in worship, God, you are all that I need. You are so loving. You are so uplifting. You are so gracious. Your grace and your mercies follow me all the days of my life. Your love encamps me. Your love surrounds me. And through your love, I'm able to do all the things that I'm able to do. And so forth and so on, right? Your grace is efficient. That's the things that I say during worship and what takes place during worship. But what the devil was trying to do to Jesus. The devil was trying to tempt Jesus to say, no, worship me. Say that I am all that you need. Say that I am all powerful. Say that I am all knowing. Say that because of me, you're able to receive, do, and have the things that you are receiving, the things that you are doing, and the things that you have. And Jesus goes on to say in verse 8, Jesus replied, the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So what did Jesus do when he was tempted by the devil? The devil, Satan, <laughs> he, he quoted scripture, right? But then he also let Satan know, which was slick, right? That, no, 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 no. The scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Who is worship supposed to be given to? The Lord our God. And with our worship, what do we do? Serve him only. So worship is to be given to God, our Lord and our God, our Savior, our King. And also with that worship, we serve. Those in which we worship, we serve. Um, there's so much in there. Oh my gosh, there's so much in there. Some of us worship our kids. Some of us worship our cars. Some of us worship money, right? And in the things that we worship, we also serve. And so we just change, change our thoughts, change our ways as it pertains to those things that we are worshiping, that we are then serving if it's not God. Make a change, make a change. I'm gonna make a change mm, for once in my life. Just thought about Michael Jackson right there. I love that song. But we're not on there right now. <laughs> we're on verse 9. It says, Then the devil, right? Third temptation that we were reading about. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem, which is odd, right? The devil took Jesus? Like, the Jesus followed the devil? Like, what, what was going on? Was Jesus that weak? Was Jesus just that, like, famished that he was able to be guided? He was able to be taken by the devil, which is just a whole other thought in itself, right? But all that to say, we know he was fasting, so he wasn't in his full state. Nonetheless, if you was fasting for 40 days, you'd be weak too. <laughs> so don't come for my savior. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem. And even in that, right, I'm even hearing God saying that's just a reminder that as Jesus walked this earth, he walked as man, right, but full of God. Just as us, as we walk about this earth today, we walk as man as we were brought into this earth through a woman. We walk as a man, but being believers, being full of the Holy Spirit, we walk full of the authority of God at the same time. So ah, all is well, all is well, all is well. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, 
See, the devil took him to Jerusalem, to the temple, where the word of God is read, where the people of God gather and where Jews and such were, you know, coming together. He says to him, if you are the son of God, again, trying to come for his identity, the enemy will always come for your identity. If he can distract you, if he can just get you to think of yourself lesser than who you are, than whose you are, then he will have authority over your life. Because as children of God, we are within the kingdom of God. And as kingdom of God citizens, we have rights. We have authority. There are things in which govern who we are, which is the word, which then gives us power to do what we are called and birthed to do. You try to come for him again. Lastly, it says, um, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, so here the enemy, the devil, is quoting scripture. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. My Lord. Mm. What am I, what am I <clears throat> receiving in that? Excuse me. What am I hearing in that? Even those who follow, even those who choose to worship Satan also in that, recognize and know that there is a God. Recognize that there is Jesus, that is the Messiah, that is the one and true living God. So choose you today. Which way do you decide? There is a good way and there's a bad way. And uh, at the end of the day, even the bad way, recognize the good of God, the good of Jesus and the Messiah, which we're going to also read later in this here chapter. It says, for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect and guard you and they will hold you up with your hands, with their hands, excuse me. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. So the devil knew of the scriptures and he tried to tempt Jesus. Hey, man, just jump off for the angels already have been charged over you just to make sure you don't even hurt yourself. Right. And so, you know, hey. hey. Just go ahead and jump, right? What can we receive as children of God today? How can we apply this to our lives? There are angels charged with keeping us protected. There are angels charged all about us, all around our children, all around the possessions of which God has given us to protect them, to keep them, to make sure that no hurt, harm, or danger will come towards them. And this is so true. As I close, right, I'm at the end, right, in our seven minutes of reading, I was even just the other day driving in our parking garage and within it, I was going down. A gentleman was coming up and Lord is my witness. I don't know how we did not crash other than the fact that there's angels charged to protect us that even the possession which God give us will not even be harmed. Right. Me being in the car says that the angels are to protect not only myself, but the car. And with that, we were like nose to nose, nose to nose, like Jesus only knows how we did not hit each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. And even as we were, you know, he backed up and then had to come around because I'm telling you, like, we were like head on. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind was somewhere else. But at the end of the day, I said, it's all good, brother. It's all good. We didn't hit each other. You know, we just going to be aware. What did I know? I knew that there were angels in protection. So I was thankful. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, angels that have been charged to protect me, that there are no hurt, harm or danger will come near to me. And that same thing is for you, my brother, my sister, in Jesus, the same 
those angels are for you as well. The same thing of protection will take place for you, even with you knowing or even without you knowing. But now with you knowing that there are angels charged to protect and keep you. OK, so I'm going to go ahead and pray just just to seal what has been said and to let us know that we are kingdom citizens, to let us know that there is a, another way. However, we have chosen the ultimate way, which is being within the kingdom of God, worshiping and therefore serving God, our true savior, the only true and living God, right? But at the end of the day, there are angels that are charged to protect us, to keep us, and to keep harm away from us. So I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you for the opportunity that we have to yield to you, to worship you, to serve you here in this world. I thank you that in serving you, we are edified. In serving you, we are uplifted. In serving you, we are encouraged each and every day to do the best that we can do about our day. And I thank you, Lord God, that we are a light everywhere that we go. We are a light shining so that others may see our good works, our good actions, our good words. And it brings glory to you, Lord God. It brings others to you, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, that your grace is sufficient. Your love is sufficient, providing for us access to the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us to have a right to enter into the kingdom spiritually. And I thank you that because we have entered spiritually here in the physical realm, we can operate with that authority. We can operate with that power and we can operate with that strength and therefore no weapon formed against us will prosper. Why? Because you are for us. There are angels encamped about us, protecting us and keeping us from all danger. And I thank you, Lord God, that all is well. All is well. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Great people, I love you and I thank you for tapping in and tuning in with today's show. This was oh so fun. And I pray that you even listen to this on repeat. Why? Because there was so much in it, so much in it that I could even go further in, but so much in it that we can be edified and built up and encouraged because of. And so, hey, tap in tomorrow as we will pick up at verse, man, we are only at verse 12. Like, come on now. End of the day. Many more to go, and we're going to get through this here book. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. Hit that like button as well. Let's get to 25. I saw a number. That's, that's one of my favorite numbers, 25. So let's get to 25 likes on this video. With it all, drop us up as a boob and all that. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I love you. Till next one. Peace.